Hello everyone, it's me, your host, Dan Gagliardi. I'm just here to let you know before the episode starts that the audio quality is, I don't want to say worse, but certainly different from what it usually is. We, uh, we were not recording in our little studio. Uh, we took, we packed up our gear, we took the show on the road up to Sarah Lawrence College, where our guest, Michael Levine, was teaching a summer program. So we were recording effectively in a dorm room with, you know, linoleum floors and concrete walls and tall ceilings. There's a lot of stuff for sound to bounce off of, so it's going to be kind of echoey. It's definitely listenable, but just wanted to give you a heads up so you know what you're in for. Maybe make it seem a little bit worse than it actually is, so that when it does start, you're in a good headspace of... Yeah, this is fine. I can do this. Uh, Mike was a great guest, so I just want to make sure everyone sticks around to hear a really good episode of the King Me program, the official program of Kinging Me. Uh, so without further ado, Mike Levine and me and Rob talking about the dark half. And you may find yourself wandering through Bangor, Maine. And you may find yourself sprung from your twin's dark subconscious. And you may find yourself behind the wheel of a 66 Oldsmobile Tornado. And you may find your twin is a beautiful Haas with a beautiful wife. And you may ask yourself, so wait, am I a ghost or that twin thing from the beginning or what was even up with that? There are very good reasons to be afraid of the dark. This week on King Me, The Dark Half. King me, king me. Ah, king me, everyone. King me, mommy. King me, poppy. <laughs> king me, brother, sister, poppy. I said poppy twice. Yeah. Welcome to King Me, the King Me program for Kinging Me, the official program. Stephen King movie podcast, if you're new. Uh, my name's Dan Gagliardi. I'm Rob Avon. And this week, as I said, if you weren't listening, we're talking about the dark half. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we are joined by a special... We're mobile this week. If yeah. things sound different... Yeah. It's because we, we packed up the rig, Right. we climbed into the wood-paneled, uh, what's it called? What are those cars called? Uh, I'm not station a, wagon? That's right. <laughs> I'm not a car guy. <laughs> and uh, we hit the road, and we, uh, we, <laughs> we drove up to the dorm room. Yes, you, you came to something that resem- most resembles like a hobbit hole. That's right. Uh, that pretends to be a liberal arts college known as Sarah Lawrence. <laughs> and that voice, that voice you're hearing is the voice of Onion contributor and author of Oh the Flesh You Will Eat, Mike Levine. His new book. I'm sorry, it's Levine. Oh shit! I should have asked. No, I, I was like, right. My luck has been fifty fifty, and I'll take it. Uh, no. <laughs> you know what? I was like, there's no way it's Levine. Oh, like, there's, should there's, I ask? There's so many ways it's Levine, and I'd be glad to explain it. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, Mike Levine, welcome to the show. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Michael, I was going to say your new book is All the Feelings, Dramatic Monologues of a Teenage uh, from Devastator Press. Mm-hmm. That's out now? Yeah, that, that comes out the uh, 13th of this month. Awesome. So, yeah. that will be out by the time this comes out. Right? Yes, yeah. by the time this is out, 
uh, you that book will be available. Awesome. Oh, Robbie, keep me grounded. Yes. So, uh, yeah. You just, Mike, you just finished watching this movie. Yeah. You have, moments, moments ago. Yeah, you yeah. have not had a chance to process. I'm picking feathers at my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's a lot. There's a lot to unpack here. And uh, I'm sorry to uh, keep, it, keep going with the uh, talking heads. <laughs> it started a few weeks ago. And yeah, no, I think it, we got to keep it up. Yeah, I know. I, I it can't stop one, now. The number one rule of having your own podcast is no apology. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. I think you can't stop doing topics. The number one rule of having your own Stephen King movie podcast <laughs> should not be your cold open is a talking heads parody. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where I'm coming from with that, but... We fell into it. And, uh, I, I say you're setting these rules. Yeah. Up and, you know, I think, it, yeah. It's not like we're getting positive feedback on any of this. <laughs> I'm just uh, <laughs> just following uh, following my truth, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I guess let's do our so, best to get into it. Yeah. Okay. So has that, did any, either one of you see this movie? Have any either of you seen it before watching it for this show? Absolutely not. But I've seen enough Stephen King movies that everything already overlapped. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so you you had a sense of how like tropey this was. Oh yeah, definitely. Like we've got Maine, we've got alcoholism, we've mm-hmm. got like oh I'm a writer, but I also want to fuck. Like, what? <laughs> That's yeah. not a huge contradiction to yeah. me. Anyway. <laughs> now so, yeah. as a writer. Yeah. Yourself, do you want to fuck? I do want to fuck. <laughs> All right, I'm All one right. of those writers. All right, but you have to you you're, have to purge that from yourself <laughs> and have it picked apart by sparrows. Right. And yeah, like other Stephen King's things, like the a jean jacket is the ultimate evil. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, no. Watch out for anyone in boots. It is a well-established trope at this point that um, greasers are the most evil people on yes. planet Earth. Yeah. Um, and this this movie is no exception. Yeah. Uh, at this point, it'll have been a few movies ago that uh, we talked about. Um, God, what's it called? Uh, Sometimes they come. Sometimes back. they come back, yeah. which is a, a movie. Have you ever seen that one? No, but that's a great title. It's a movie <laughs> about a guy. This being... isn't one of those times. <laughs> You'll have to wait for next month. <laughs> it's a guy being bullied by the ghosts of his bullies. Oh god! Yeah, he Stephen King has a real thing with bullies, and they're always like greasers who are more psychotic than most people yeah. actually are. Well, bully ghosts make more sense than other ghosts. Like yeah. a child that got murdered, I don't think it knows what's up. I don't think it has vengeance. That's right? true. That's a fair point. Yeah, um, this movie. Uh, it's okay. Uh, written by Stephen King. That's yeah. the screenplay. Directed by George Romero. Yeah. Saw that. Yeah. Horror legend. Yeah, legend. Arguably the actual master of horror. Right. A, a title that gets given to Stephen King a lot, but like he basically invented a kind a genre of horror. Right. Yeah. He he did not come through. In this movie. <laughs> well, I like. I didn't know if he was responsible for the more fantastical things, like the broken China white yeah. face. Like, well, that, 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 that is the 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 best moment of this movie, yeah. far yeah. and away. Yes, yeah. I. You get the feeling that that's maybe not even in the novel, right? Like maybe the part with the turkey pulsating in the hell oven oh, yeah. was no. And then he was like, oh, "How do I save this? What's the opposite <laughs> of that?" Because also uh, in, in thinner, there's that pie. Like, yeah, it's like, yeah. That's like, like throbbing, and I'm mm-hmm. like, "All right, so Stephen King's drawing some throbbing." I wonder. <laughs> Big I wonder fan of up. throbbing foods. Yeah, this week I've had some fun. 
Yes. Yeah, so the uh, kind of setup of this movie, we uh, we meet our our protagonist Thad. Yeah, as a, a horrible name. Yeah, me. as a as a wee boy, wee wee boy. Yeah, he and he's he's such a he's su- he's a writer. He wants to be a writer. He, he wants to be a writer. Yeah. To quote an exchange between him and his doctor, he is asked by his doctor if he wants to grow up and be a writer, and he says, "Yes, sir." <laughs> ah, it's the worst child. And acting. then he, he yeah. gets the typewriter for going to the hospital, which is a great lesson for kids right away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. just fake a seizure, fake an extra brain seizure, go for it. So yeah, he's got he's got these horrible headaches, uh, that, which cause him to. Uh, Act like he's having a, a, a stage headache. Yes, yeah. Those that's the, right. the main symptom. Having a right, having yes. a stage headache. Yes. <laughs> and uh, at a certain point, he collapses on his front lawn on his way out to the bus. And then there's that weird moment where the little girl getting on the bus goes, "Mommy, mommy, mommy, yeah. Dad's in trouble." To the bus driver, mm-hmm. her mom's the bus driver. Yeah. yeah. Why well, wasn't she on the bus yet? <laughs> well, she comes back in Dark Tower, I assume, right? Yeah. <laughs> so oh yeah, yeah, she she crossed through a door. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That was attached to nothing, just in the middle of nothing. Yeah. Are you guys talking about the books? Oh yeah, no, we do oh, have a hard and fast rule that we are never allowed to talk about oosh. books. Okay. <laughs> I already broke the format. How how are yeah. we like twelve minutes? Well, <laughs> I we don't we, have a lot of rules, but that is <laughs> okay. Well, I haven't read Dark Tower, so I was surprised <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So that reverse does <laughs> right. does count. Yeah. Yeah. Very excited for that movie, though. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited to finally talk about The Dark Tower yeah. on this show. Comes up once every, like, two episodes. I find a way to work it in. But, uh, so, yeah, he, he's rushed into surgery. Uh, they take off the front of his head. Yeah, oh my. And then that nurse. Oh, God. The nurse she, who... The very unprofessional house. nurse. What, what is she exactly reacting to? Because, like, She's, I didn't get the best look. I thought there was, like, a weird sort of blackness, but it wasn't until the eye opened that I was like, this is a... Uh, Somewhat interesting movie. Yeah, no, I, I don't I know she, what is typically under the front of someone's skull—a brain, right. I assume. Right. But like, she seemed to have a very negative reaction to just like tissue and just blood. the brain. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it would be such an easy thing to like go from like healthy brain diagram and pan over. It's like some weird color purple. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. like one of those comedies where like somebody dresses like a doctor and they accidentally end up in <laughs> surgery. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, ugh, <laughs> freak out real quick. Uh-huh. Like that's that was her story. That's she what she the beat. Line she really was, freaks out, yeah. and like the head nurse is like, "Oh, get it together!" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she she freaks out like she, it's not even like she just goes and throws her hands up. She pulls her surgical mask off yeah. to cup her hands over her mouth to make sure that if she throws up, they go into her sterilized hands. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's, it's a bad bad instinct. No, no, yeah, you're going for the cheap like veteran cap throwing up thing it's like right. here's how bad things are ready like, <laughs> we're in Stephen King world oh my god yeah uh, but then we then the brain winks yeah it or, or blinks like, blinks yeah yeah. yeah yeah it's got it's got an eye it's got part of a nostril which is a weird line yeah and two teeth one that has a cavity Okay, okay, I, ha- I had so much trouble with both of those things, yeah. because, like, part of a nostril indicates some sort of, like, breathing, or, like, like right. the tooth having a cavity was, like, such a, like, what did we as an audience learn from that? Like, it's, it's not brushing inside its own brain. Yeah, like, what, right? Like, d- is that something that Thad had control over in some way? Yeah. Is that what we're supposed to glean from that? Oh, he's got brain plaque. Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's, uh, it's such a strange detail. Like, like the eye would have been enough. The eye was, like, it was gross. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, that was great. It was like, it had eyelids. 
Like it was, it opened and closed. And it was like it was, it was such a good kind of a. Uh, I don't. It's not really foreshadowing, but it was the same cloudy eye that he has at the end of the movie. Yes. Oh. And it was like a nice little symmetry there. Right. You didn't need to mention that he had a cavity. Although when he is fully formed, he does have terrible teeth still. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't but know. there's there's the huge disconnect as to what that thing is and what he became. Right, exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah. He I don't know how that thing grows into a fully formed mean southern greaser. Right, no, why uh, southern? Why I don't why? Cuz Stephen King's idea of what the coolest thing is is so bizarre. Right. I don't know. The the southern um Main connection reminded me so much of Main Justice from Saturday Night Live. If you guys have ever seen that sketch, yes. I wonder if there's something going on there. <laughs> but yeah, so um, flash forward to like 25 years later, right? They, or something. they well, the doctor says, um, "Oh, we got it just Thad, in time." Right? Thad absorbed a twin mm-hmm. in the womb, and that everybody is basically a twin that absorbs a twin. <laughs> which isn't one, true. Which I yeah, I don't think that's true. That's mostly untrue. <laughs> Salt yeah. and pepper shakers, baby. Right. <laughs> Solid theme yeah. going on here. Yeah. Why am I driving two cars? Like rubber <laughs> band and then <laughs> yeah, back yeah. together. Um, so they remove the eyeball. There's some weirdness when they're removing the eyeball. The hospital, like there's a oh a flock uh, a of flock, sparrows, yeah. yeah, just like a mass thousands, yeah. thousands of sparrows, and of there. course that that very nervous nurse is the one who spots it. She right. goes, she runs into the nurse's lounge for just a moment of quiet, yeah, and then an insane flock yeah. of birds flies at her and starts pounding on the yeah. window. She's questioning all of her life decisions at this point because she can't handle that surgery. Yes, yeah. Well, that's like, and we're already in Stephen King territory where we're just throwing all the things, where it's like supernatural yes. animals, sure, thing going in a brain, sure. Right, yeah. yeah. Like demon other personality that somehow takes form, sure. It's, it's like... a real kitchen sink approach to <laughs> storytelling. Yeah. And like, we, this movie, um, okay, let's jump ahead. Can we talk about themes? Just like, can we, please? <laughs> yeah, please. What, what themes do you want I just to want. About? I just want to say, we were talking about this before we started recording. We've got to start recording earlier. Right. We say so much good stuff. Yeah. Um, that it's basically the same story being told as Misery. This is Stephen yeah. King <laughs> trying to work through his addictions. Right. Um, right. But this is more Stephen Kingy. Like if you take out Rob Reiner and you throw Stephen King back in, yeah. Then that's what you got. Right. I feel like we're we're Misery the movie is lean it, and perfect. Well, yeah, like Rob Reiner himself. <laughs> yeah. Um, the movie's amazing cuz it it's it distances itself from the alcohol abuse a bit. Yeah. yeah. It, it sort of goes for more of the abuse thing right. between um, Kathy Bates and James Caan. This is definitely uh, like alcoholism and substance abuse. That's what this right. is. A, right. a that's why metaphor that's why for. instead of the abuser being Kathy Bates, it's it's that it's Ron yeah. White right. as a greaser. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just young Ron White. Yeah, young Ron probably, White, yeah. right? Just cutting his teeth. Yeah. His fucked up teeth. <laughs> um all right, so jump ahead. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Thad, he's uh he's grown into Timothy Hutton. Uh-huh. Now, now a fate we... worse than death. <laughs> <laughs> I kid. Someone said Hutton. <laughs> Tim, I kid. He's yeah. a pulsating Hutton. Yeah. <laughs> he's uh he's teaching college, is uh-huh. that what it looks yeah. like? In what 
what looks like a courtroom, right? <laughs> did you see? Did you notice that anybody? No. There's like it looks like there's a jury's box like oh. off to the side there. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah. I didn't catch that. It, it to me it resembled the lecture hall. I, I thought of Billy Madison. Okay. I of that lecture hall. I thought of how high, but we're all different. People. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess we all come from different worlds of cinema. <laughs> Uh, but he's yeah he's teaching a writing class and he keeps saying in, I'm teaching a writing class uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> that's it's why we're here. That. yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay well uh, in general the reason we're at Sarah Lawrence College is uh, oh yeah I kind of glanced over yeah that. I was just no, like we're in a dorm room no I was fine with, <laughs> with just saying Hobbit Hole uh, but uh, every year I teach a uh, writing program with like a stand up element and a theater element to teens and. Uh, this year it's particularly ironic because I just wrote a book making fun of teenagers and I have to face them and laugh at them to their faces. So when you teach your writing class, like Timothy Hutton, yeah. do you speak in very grandiose, uh, like Ernest Hemingway poetic bullshit language about what it means to be a writer and then use only masculine pronouns? Uh, you know what I do every year to stop myself from doing that <laughs> is I designate one student. I'm like, hey, guys, so uh, if I ever get too riffy or too into the sound of my own voice, who's going to tell me to stop? And one girl, like, stood up this year. That's fantastic. And, and I was like, what's the signal? And she just put her hands straight out. <laughs> like, stop in the name of love. And she hasn't deployed it yet, but I'm fucking terrified. That's so fucking cool. <laughs> oh, my God. She, she's, like, going to raise her hand <laughs> so to ask a right. question, but she hasn't... Yeah, so uh, it's like right there. Yeah. Like I don't know if it's going straight out or up. Yeah, so maybe a quick draw all right. Yeah, so now she's like afraid it. of her own power a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's that's the goal of yeah. TV. <laughs> oh, shout out to that girl. Way yeah. to go. So um, a, a relatable man who all he wants to do is be a writer and have his one kind of pencil <laughs> teaching a writing class. <laughs> the black so beauty. Already yeah. I'm in, I'm identifying. <laughs> right. So he's teaching his class, and then when class lets out, uh, there's this disheveled sort of uh Sleazy looking fellow in the back of the room. Who yeah. Comes up to him with a copy of a book by not Thad Beaumont, yeah, that's but George Stark, yeah. peddler Ooh. of trashy uh, sort of. This was so weird. This whole like plot line where this like sort of scumbag guy comes out of nowhere mm -hmm. and he's like, sign, sign this book. I know it's you. And then he's like, Lays out the whole thing. He's like, maybe you were young and you didn't, you weren't successful with your own writing, but you wanted to write this smut to make some money, but you didn't want your mommy to read it either. <laughs> like, it's just so weird that why would uh, Timothy Hutton care at all about using like a fake name to write these other stories? Right. Right. That doesn't make sense to me. I don't. I don't get it either. Like, um, it's like it, this guy tries to blackmail him. Yeah. He tried, He says, I'll, if you don't pay me money, I'm going to expose you as this trash writer. It's weird. Why wouldn't George Stark just be the character in the book? Right. You know? You mean instead of Lexus Machine? <laughs> okay, good. Okay, we're finally here. Yeah, yeah. Guys, Lexus uh, Machine. <laughs> End of commentary. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what else to say at that point. Yeah, the main character of George Stark's books is a is a guy named Lexus Machine. If someone was like, "Hey, have you read this book?" The main character is named Lexus Machine. You know what you do? Hand straight out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, stop it. Yeah, no. No one. No You're one done. does that for Stephen King. He just keeps on typing. Yeah, too many green lights with this guy. Yeah. Absolutely. At this point in his career, no one's told him no in twenty years. No. No. And through all the cocaine and all the drinking and all the pills, no one said no to this man. 
Maximum Overdrive came and went, and everyone was like, keep going. No, absolutely. <laughs> I, 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 I was I, waving them through. Yeah, more <laughs> laps. More victory laps. I, I deeply and sincerely admire Stephen King's like, like sheer volume. Right. It's so funny how much of yourself you expose directly or indirectly with that. Right. Because I couldn't even remember the name of the Johnny Depp movie that's also this movie. Secret yeah. Window. Right. Yeah. yeah. What's, what, what's that? That's <laughs> this, except they are the same guy. Oh, yeah. right. Okay, you could at least release those back to back, right? Yes. Like, don't wait years and be like, wow, I've seen yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, it's it's weird. This movie is Misery plus Secret Window. Yes. That's that's it. Plus plus the birds. Plus the birds. Plus, oh, yeah. um. You know what those birds are? From yeah. Ninja Turtles? Oh, but yeah. in your head, you're, instead of your tummy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's it. The end. Yeah, the end. Yeah. No, um. What so okay. right? So he blackmails so, him and then talks to his agent and his uh, his divorce agents. Yeah, was his what divorce I wrote. Because <laughs> they, they were the no, This was when divorce was the sexiest thing in the world. Oh, it's like, that's why we live in apartments across. Which is yeah. why they had to have the sexiest people in the world play. <laughs> oh, wonderful! <laughs> oh, it was great. That oh, guy was so sleazy. Saul Silver yeah. from that thing. You yeah. Did? Oh man, yeah. That that gross looking guy just. <laughs> they have to pay me to read my authors. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's on like a cordless phone, and that it was clearly supposed to be a status symbol of the time. Yeah, it's amazing, yeah. gigantic, oh, a luxurious apartment. It's wonderful. So, yeah, recessed floors. Oh yeah. Oh, who who doesn't like a conversation pit? Those are eternal. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the the scheme they come up with is basically he's gonna take control of his image. He's right. gonna. Right. He's going to get ahead of the, in front of the eight ball? Is that the turn of phrase that I'm looking for? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you can't talk about sports at Sarah Lawrence. We will get kicked out. I see the alarm flashing. It's a Please sport don't. on a table. Still. <laughs> anyway, uh, he's trying to get, he's trying to, you know, do it. Yeah. yeah. Do it right. <laughs> Wait, can I, oh, this is good for Sarah Lawrence. He's trying to. Reclaim his agency. Excellent. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Back on track. Um, I'll just cut that 20 minutes of stammering. Yeah, yeah security just turned their car around. <laughs> We're okay now. Um, they took the boot off Rob's car. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, the scheme is like he's, he's interviewing someone. I thought they said he was from the New Yorker, but that might be... No, he's not from the New Yorker. I'm just thinking of the townie guy going, oh, y'all that New Yorker. Yeah. So right. So he's gonna. Um, he's doing. Taking ba- he's taking back his image. He's yeah. gonna reestablish himself. He's coming out as the actual George Stark. He's been writing all this stuff. So there's this big that they're doing like all this publicity. They're gonna take pictures. They're gonna in front of that fake yeah, tombstone. The for fake George tombstone. Stark. Not a very nice guy is the inscription on the tombstone. Yes, I kind of like that. Right. Yeah, yeah I like that. Um, and the guy's from the New York Times, the interviewer, the dude with the ponytail? I for, yeah, I forget where he's from, but he does have a disgusting ponytail. You know who else he is? No. Uh-huh. No way. Are you serious? Oh my god. Mike, <laughs> Mike is desperately trying to figure out no, what, not. what the fuck is going on. No, I know exactly you, what it is. You say it first, though. No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, he's Brady's dad from Silver Bullet. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Trust me, this is huge. <laughs> the whole reason we started doing this podcast was uh-huh. because of, we wanted to talk about Silver Bullet. A shitty, movie. A shitty yeah. movie from 1986. Right. Uh, and, starring Gary Busey and Corey Haim. 
Wow. Yeah. It's yeah. Tyler recommended. Yeah. We'll drop box it too. Yeah. It's, Please it's do. Very much worth it. But that was Brady's dad. Oh my god. I did not realize that. <laughs> yeah. That's a weird moment when he's interviewing him. He's like. Oh. He's like, I don't mind doing this interview, yeah. but George Starkwood. Wait, th- I have it. Do you want okay. me to? Yeah, please. All right, well, okay. First, r- real quick, um, we meet. So we meet the guy from the Times. I've, uh, I'll grab his name in a second. But we also meet uh, Homer Gamash. <laughs> I've been waiting. No, I'm yeah, afraid Gamash. Yeah, Homer Gamash. Homer Gamash. Should we do a towny profile He's... on Gamash? Yeah. Well, this is gonna be towny profile. <laughs> All right. I wonder how much they'd pay for it up to college. Rod, booze, baseball. That's just about the finest smell in the world. Except maybe for pussy. They don't cotton the outsiders, and they probably won't have a phone there either. Looney, looney, looney. What is it you want, Ernie? I want some Rango. Last town report said you were in arrears in your taxes, Andy. They're not retarded. They're disturbed. Guess I'll never be lucky. Hell, I ain't married anyone. Daisy May. Let's make us a baby doggy style. Welcome what? to Townie Profile. <laughs> what? Wow. Yeah. The, wow. wow. Yeah. The, I watched Mike your, no, I your went, expressions. No. Went through, yeah. Yeah. So it was it like, like it was like 2001 when he's going through the con- the right. colors. Yes. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not gonna say I enjoyed or didn't enjoy or survived that experience. Yeah. I'm gonna say I've never looked forward to a house remix more. Okay. <laughs> so like, yeah. Uh, this time next year on the same. <laughs> <night>. <laughs> yep. A year ago. <laughs> <laughs> So let's talk about Homer Gamash. Homer Gamash. He's, uh, so he's the photographer. Oh, he's, he's a funny little fella. He, this is the first bit of dialogue that he has. He comes it's, out swinging. Please, please. Yeah. Yes. It, this is when he's, he's taking pictures of Timothy Hutton out on the back porch or whatever. Photographs of teddy bears. Lying in coffins. <laughs> I want to make them into a book. The final perfect comment on the American way of death. <laughs> all this folder, all we put ourselves through. Mm-hmm. Hate funerals. Hate any kind of folder. All. I'll show it to you when it's done. Who knows? Maybe you'd like to write the text. So that's Homer Dimash. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like op- open challenge, by the way. Like. What is this comment that is the final comment on the American way of death? Like, can we even, like, <laughs> you are cute, but you also die? Yeah. But then, like, I, I can't just this. put a few and fucking rocks on there. It makes sense. <laughs> so, my question um, this is a huge PR campaign, right? right. We are to understand that yes. George Stark is the most popular writer right. of, of this world. Right. Um, who else is going to write about tits? Yeah. Who the fuck is Homer Gamash? He's some townie. Right. He has a strong main accent. Yeah. He's clearly a lunatic. <laughs> Whoever, I don't know who he, whose head he cut off to just get the camera off the neck instead of lifting it. Right. It's like, only one way to get this thing off. <laughs> but, well, and we're also just setting up pins to knock him down. Yeah. Now, yeah. Where it's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he, how did he get involved in this? I I have no he's clue. Homer Gamash. He's, he seems to so exist outside good. of time and space. Oh, man. He has always been and always will be. Yeah. The Alpha and the Omega. Gamash Homer is gonna Gamash, I think. <laughs> uh, 
it's so strange. And then we get the uh, the interview a little bit with the New York Times and Timothy Hutton, um, where Timothy Hutton is ju- is talking about George like he is another person. Yeah. Like he's he's like, oh, George wouldn't like this. Yeah. And he he likes this. He's like, and, and he like kind of threatens the guy, doesn't? Yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. Let me. Yeah, I, yeah pretty directly. Got that, right? Yeah. yeah. Forgive me for noting, but these behaviors could be interpreted as classic symptoms of schizophrenia. Yes, I'll forgive you for noting that. It's pretty, pretty snappy. Yeah. I don't think George would, though. I don't think George would like any of this, Mr. Donaldson. This isn't George's idea of a fun morning. In fact, I think it's safe to say that George would want to have your balls for breakfast. That's not... He kind of... It's so weird that most of George's violence is like balls and mouth based, like oh, yeah. genitals Cock and mouth. And yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> also, did you hear him slip into a slight Nicholson? Yes. Yeah. Balls yeah. for breakfast. <laughs> yeah. But it, it, what, like, why is he threatening this guy who's interviewing? I have no idea. It doesn't make sense, and especially because like later on we're supposed to assume that Timothy Hutton is not not killing people. Yeah. Right, because there's the classic exchange like, how did he come to life? Well, maybe it's when you tried to kill him. Right. <laughs> right. That's the only thing we have to go off of. Right. I love, yeah, I love, when, I love when someone's weird leap of logic is exactly what's happening. Yeah, yeah. of course, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so they do that. They stage like that photo in the graveyard in front of George's fake... Right, uh, headstone. Yep. Then, like, I guess it's the next day that there's a, a, a hole dug out where the headstone was. Yep. Which and you find out casually at some point in some scene. You could have seen it. Why? Why not have an open grave shot? Did we see it? No. It's just like someone. Someone calls Michael Rooker. It, uh, Detective Michael Rooker. It's uh, Digger Holt. Dig. His name is Digger Holt. Yeah, he's the grave digger, and his name is Digger. What? And his last name is almost Hole. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Wow. All right. Okay. Okay. Fine. That's, uh, he's the, he's, Ale- no homework he's, of he's the Alexis, ma- or he's the Alexis machine of yeah, grave yeah, yeah. digging. Yeah. Hold the name machine. <laughs> it's very, very small town. Um, yeah. So you find out that the, the graveyard has been, they, they land on vandalized, but the, uh, Digger Holt is skeptical because there are hands seeming to have like show, uh, handprints. Where you see someone like climbing out of the grave, right? And uh, is this the one where they said they fed the, uh, fed the results into a graphics computer? Because <laughs> oh, I was like, oh, I missed that. I was yeah. waiting for like one nugget of like old computer shit, and I yeah, got just that. like green like, uh, yeah. grid, yeah, a matrix, matrix. Wow, I can't. Do yeah. anything but you know, right one now. of those computers that has graphics. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. So right, Michael Rooker is the sheriff, mm-hmm. right? And, and he has hair, which was jarring. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Um, but we, okay, so he goes, he checks out the hole, and he's like, it's a hole. I don't, like, this is nothing. It's a shallow yeah. hole, yeah. Like, it's. I can't, what do you want me to do with this? <laughs> um, but then somebody, uh, he's somebody got terrible him. police instincts. No, they're awful. Someone vandalizes a graveyard, he's like, ah, piss Shaw. And then <laughs> someone, it, it's like clear who committed a murder, right. and he brings him a beer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's he like, I don't it. think you did it. And then the wife's like, yeah, I'll take a beer. Yeah. <laughs> she just made her first decision of her life. Yeah, yeah. And she's also like, 
what's going on here? It's like, we found your fingerprints at the crime scene. She's like, huh, well, isn't that the darndest thing? Yeah. Well, Rooker has a dumb wife, too, because she just comes in and has a two-line scene where she goes, problem? Bad? <laughs> and then he points a gun at her, and he's like, oh, yeah. my bad. Yeah, this, this <laughs> is like, the only time you can hug yeah. is when I have pointed a gun at you. <laughs> This is a great movie. Yeah. So is this around the time that Timothy Hutton has the dream, the weird dream, what, oh. with the China doll? Oh, um, it, yeah, it must be. It must be, right? Because yeah, yeah. he's like, he's, uh, George has sprung to life at this point. Right, he's actually, him. right, he, this is actually where... Oh, he does kill Homer, like, immediately yeah, after. Right, Homer's our first kill. Ooh. He's our townie profile and, and our, our first, first kill. kill. Oh, this is our first, uh... First crossover. Yeah, yeah. this is very exciting. Beaten with his own leg. <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs> that was well, because we saw it hanging out, and I was like, is this key evidence? But now, clearly, we know that he, like, walked back, <laughs> right, <laughs> looking for some of the truck, yeah. and it's just in the window, he's like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> right, well, when he, yeah. Well. <laughs> like, and right, after seeing him like later on in the movie, you know like like the way like his face he's like kinda goofy and like over expressive with his He's got face like and... he's got a Bruce Campbell quality to yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he, he saw that leg and he was like, That's my murder weapon. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. what we're doing. <laughs> but no one else gets like murdered by their own shit in right. any kind of like significant way. Everyone else just gets their throat cut. Yeah. yeah, just a lot of like straight razoring because again we're like in that weird greaser thing. Yeah, straight yeah. razors that make switchblade sounds. Yeah. <laughs> really funny foley work. <laughs> it's a little thing to harp on, but I got a lot of delight out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Homer's so, but dead. Then, right, so, but then he has that dream that you were mm-hmm. talking about with the China. Yeah, so he's like, he, he's in the house in that they do, they're doing all like the press stuff at, right? Yes. So he goes down into the basement and there's like a big oven like a big cast iron oven that he opens and we see the pulsating turkey mm. which peels back and then there's just like a twin in there or something something yeah. some kind of twinish yeah and he turns around and it's his wife sitting in the chair but she has a china doll face yeah it's, it's all creepy. white yeah porcelain mm-hmm. it is pretty upsetting she's like looking down she looks up and yeah it's weird yeah very it's, it's very much like a psychological horn of plenty yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like you just spill it out where it's like well what if my face breaks yeah. <laughs> and my teeth melt in crows or just yeah. uh, then her face breaks right. yeah. And, yeah. and there's a skull under it and the whole time there's like uh, George, is, George is talking mm. and saying things like I'm gonna win <laughs> that's not his tone I, I think he says cock knocker at one point yeah, it's like he does yeah, it. yeah, yeah it's like I'm like gonna some... it's like I'm gonna cut your dick off and shove it in your mouth and I'm Wait. gonna cut my dick off and shove it in your mouth <laughs> right. I'm gonna cut everyone's dick off and it's, someone needs to have some other part of something in yeah. their head right? yeah. like, be like me like, it yeah. kind of makes sense on those I don't think they thought that far <laughs> but I did yeah. that, but that is a king trope with like calling like people like weird uh, made like, up, made up, fuck like, knuckles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like shit, shit like, biscuit. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, you want to do another one? Tommy knocker. <laughs> <laughs> That's the next episode. Ugh. Um. All right. So then they go back to 
do they live in Maine or are they just shooting this? They, thing in Maine? I think they live in like a different part of Maine. It, most of this is in Maine, though, yeah. right? Yeah, it's in like different towns in Maine. Yeah, it's like a, I think a contractual thing where like he doesn't have to set his next book in Maine <laughs> or like movie, excuse yeah. me, movie, right? <laughs> please, please. <laughs> yeah, you get the double Maine, yeah, and then thin can, ice. Then he can do Dreamcatcher in Alaska or whatever. Mm, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that must have been exciting. Alaska, the Maine of the West Coast. <laughs> Um, so, where are we at, Rob? Uh, well, okay, so, Homer Gamash is dead. Michael Rooker asked Timothy Hutton where he was during this, and Timothy Hutton was in New York, and everybody's like, anybody see in New York? And they're like, no, I don't, I don't know, like, kind of, they don't have enough to arrest them, yeah. basically. But he's, but, uh, Hutton's like, you should go check out that, that scumbag guy who was trying to blackmail me. He might be your your man, right? Yeah, which right. So, but they, oh, they, they his send, landlord. Yeah. Mm. Oh my god. His <laughs> landlord. Delightful. Yeah. You're two weeks behind on your rent. Not that much. No. In like a slum. Right. Right. Uh, it's like if yeah. And then, but the so, that, so two cops, two cops, the landlady, they like break into the apartment, and we don't see it, but we see like a silhouette of him, and he's like. Sort of splayed out, yeah. Blood everywhere, and there's like weird shit coming out of his mouth, which we find out what that is later. But if you listen to the ep- if you didn't jump ahead this far, yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then one cop throws up, <laughs> and, then they- and then the other one does. <laughs> and the landlady just sort of stands there with a sassy look on her face. No, no, like, she walks closer. Yeah, yeah. she's like she squares up to yeah. it, yeah, yeah. Like, as if to say like. I, I want that money. Yeah. <laughs> don't yeah. Don't think that this. No. Yeah. You this call it you call it crazy for that, but it's worked before. Yeah. Right? <laughs> she just gives someone a start enough look. Good. They like yeah. their arm twitches. He just spits his dick out. He's like, fine. Yeah. <laughs> you are not off the hook for this. Yeah. It's definitely like Selena Kyle's landlady. Every like yeah. flophouse landlady with like a yellow undone coat. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so but he's dead, and written on the wall it says like the. The sparrows are flying again, yes. which is a dumb phrase that we keep seeing. It's the red rum of this movie, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, we yeah. keep seeing it over and over and over again. Uh, so, uh, so if we're tracking the spirit here, it's like he had the evil guy in him the whole time, and when he buried it, it leapt out into sparrows. Or is it like no? The sparrows are separate from him, I think. Because so, they because. Okay, yeah, sure. No, I thought that the... I thought once Timothy Hutton tried to, like, kill George Stark, um, that's when he, like, came back to life, and the sparrows carried the spirit. It's kind of like the crow, that movie, yeah. where there's like, always a crow around. Don't they no, mention crows? sparrows. Do you, know? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what species are? <laughs> oh, Rob, you fucking idiot. <laughs> were, they, um, were they crows in the birds? What were they in the birds? In the birds, they're like everything, aren't they? It's no, all, it was, all, it was all of them. Yeah, cool. yeah, it was all of them. Yeah. Sorry for squeaking. Mm. I, I just Dan, you're so squeaky. I get so excited talking about these oh, movies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's my bum knee. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. No, when the lady who looks like Homer, yes, who works at the college, right. is talking about like the birds that there are like certain birds that 
do and mean certain things. She mentions like sparrows and a couple other species, and I thought crows were among them. But okay. Maybe not. I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm just thinking of that TED talk I saw where they talk about how <laughs> smart crows are. They can use vending machines. Did you know? Oh. Oh, yeah. Uh, they're so, so smart. That's Tell them how to use coin operated vending machines. Cool. Just look it up. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So I'm going to plug that at the end of the show. <laughs> Learning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's uh, actually fun. <laughs> who knew? Yeah. 24 still learning. Very but exciting. also, like, what message would even the evil spirit be trying to send by saying, like, the crows that sometimes represent, like, the sparrows <laughs> that sometimes represent me are flying again, so... Right. I out. guess, like... I got an agenda? Just, like, one of us is about to die, I guess, and it's gonna... I'm yeah. gonna make sure it's you kind yeah. of thing? Watch out for characters you've been introduced to before. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. It's, yeah. it's a very confusing, confused... Mess. Oh, there's a lot going on here. They threw too much at the wall. Yeah, there was a lot. Yeah, this movie's two hours long. I feel like they could have cut out like half an hour easy. And Um, also, like, how many like like B level horror movies have you seen where it's like not enough? Where it's like, oh, we're running from Scarecrow Man, and better not like we got to get away from that field. Yeah, yeah. you go in this field, and it's like it could be a a flame corpse or some shit like that. (laughs) (laughs) Just on my toes, I kind of appreciate that. I think the I think the issue is like you either need no explanation like it follows or airtight explanation and this is like somewhere in the middle of that and it it, yeah kind of shoots itself in the foot like it starts building this like I don't know maybe the book is better I know we can't we're expressly forbidden to ever talk about the book right we won't talk about it but maybe the book doesn't I heard it's available on Random House. No! <laughs> oh, God. Damn. I know you're very uh, enthusiastic. Uh-huh. <laughs> so you're squeaking again. Uh-huh. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I can't believe that was so loud. I hated that. Uh, yeah, let's see what I can do here. That's all right. All right. Um, so, jump well, ahead. I think every, time, it, well, every time they like try and throw a little like mythology at us... They followed up with a murder. Mm-hmm. So they're just like... An interesting murder. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, here, I don't know, the sparrows, they do something other thing, and then everybody, what? Everyone, and then murder. Yeah. Then we, the we doctor just to, like, gets focus his throat on cut. It. Right. Like, everyone just gets their throat cut. The only, like, kind of interesting death scene, anything in, like, any kind of violent scene, was when... The woman like peeks her head out of her apartment, and oh. he just like slams her head against the door frame. That's that made me jump. Yeah, yeah, I got spooked. I'll admit it. Well, is this right in like the three line like amazingness where it's like uh, oh, where it's like what's going on out here? He's like murder. murder. You want what's some? Oh, Mike. Right. Yeah. Right. No, but there's that before that is hello Mike goodbye Mike, which I was like. That, that's not even a thing. Yeah. yeah. And then a great line, and then straight to him saying, "Well, I guess I better punt." Yes. And. I know we're forbidden to talk about Stephen King books and sports and Sarah Lawrence, right. but <laughs> is, well, I guess I'd better punt some sort of sports expression that we are building off of? I don't know if it's, like, something in, like, that people say outside of a football field. I, I assume, like, sports guys are on the field all day being like, well, I guess I, gotta, I, guess I better free throw. <laughs> like, I, I guess I better uh, I get, spike uh, it. I, yeah, I, I've never heard... That used as just like an it's expression. Not, it's not an life. expression. Yeah. It, it's, I don't know where it comes from at all. Maybe I'm hanging out at the wrong bars. <laughs> but I've never, never once. Well, we're all professionals here, and like we really care if the one-liner actually connects. Yeah, like yes. if a guy's being angry and you freeze blast him, you tell him to cool off. Some connective tissue <laughs> <Yes>. there. <laughs> uh, 
The only and thing I, I think we like, should all turn to Batman and Robin. <laughs> right, yeah, right. Yeah. Primo one. one, one <laughs> I, mean, I got my Schumacher podcast. <laughs> yeah. I fully expect you guys on it right after this. <laughs> oh, I'm in. Lost yeah. Boys all day. Yeah, Mockcast. Mockcast? Mockcast. Good. Um, the old, old, why didn't we have you on sooner? You're, you're right at home here. <laughs> too much, too much. <laughs> yeah, the only thing I can think of with the punting is that he tries to cut Mike three times. Right. He cuts his hand, his head, and he cuts his ponytail off, which was pretty Oh, hard. and then he kicks him into the radiator or whatever. Yeah, yeah. well, because you get in football, you get four shots. Oh, and oh, the wow. fourth one... Is usually you shouldn't dumb. have to do math it's to a, justify it's a your long walk around yeah. to get like, that in the midst of like another non joke in a solid yes. joke. Like, yeah. that and like I was like any other movie would have like two of those spaced out the entire movie, but yeah. this is like biff boom pow. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if know. he'd been like first down, second down, third down, that would have made a lot. Sense. Then you yeah, sell yeah, yeah, it, yeah, but yeah. like yeah, it's bad, bad, bad job. Yeah, I assume that when the what year did this premiere in theaters? Uh, ninety one. Yeah, ninety one. I assume they had to stop the projector so everyone could take notes for their podcast. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, like everyone's like, "Well, God, talk about that." Yes. Yeah. John Madden, like they they stop projecting. John Madden struts out to the middle of the theater <laughs> and he goes, first of all, thank you all very much for coming." Uh, I thought you were gonna do a John Madden impression. Uh, <laughs> No, he, I don't. He doesn't even, fly, yeah, right? I can't even approach a John Madden yeah, impression. Yeah, I got nothing. I don't have the jowls. <laughs> uh, so, in that scene, though, when he's killing that guy, uh, he talks to the, uh, the guy, opens the door, and mm-hmm. he, we get that exchange where it's like, what's going on out here? Murder. Murder. You want some. Right. Oh. <laughs> and then when, when the guy closes the door, Timothy Hutton, like, swings his head around, and he's got this, like, face on. They, they the makeup that they put on Timothy Hutton makes him look like a totally different it was, person. I had to check IMDB to make sure that was him. It was right. so weird. Well, and it's also like like really crumbles into like generic like Buffy the Vampire Slayer demon. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was yeah. like weird. Like, like uh, three boils and red, red yeah, eyes. Yeah, like, like latex <laughs> prosthetics. <laughs> a makeup yeah. artist sleeping in the back. <laughs> Extra like shadowing on his face. Mm-hmm. I don't know, it was strange. It was it was weird. It just made him look kind of like shiny and bloated. And again, like Ron White. Yeah. I can't stress this enough. It, it's just Ron painted White. Painted pictures. It's just yeah. Ron White. Uh, so we get to a point where somehow uh, George gains control over Thad's body and makes him stab himself in the hand with a pencil. Yeah. Any one of these things would have been a cool movie. Like they're only in touch when they're writing. Like yeah. so yeah. many like ideas were just like passing me by. Uh-huh. Like the, the people <laughs> in a lazy river. Mm-hmm. I'm just waiting for my cousin to come. That's why <laughs> misery just... is so good because yeah. it just like hones in on this one thing. Yeah. He's in a bed. Yeah. She's his caretaker. Yeah. And it, it, ugh, that movie's so good. We should just talk about it again. <laughs> Not it. Not the movie okay, yet. I, right. I assume that happens a no, lot of this. No, 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 no. It does. <laughs> it does. <laughs> I, I made a note, don't go there. Jokes. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so, one by one, George Stark kills off basically everybody that Timothy Hutton knows. Like yeah. his yeah. agents, uh, the photographer, the guy doing the article, yep. a bunch of cops, too. Yeah. yeah. Every cop except for the only cop who believes him. Right, except which for Michael Rooker. I thought Rooker. was a gross right. oversight. Which is, like, which is crazy, because they're like, we have your fingerprints at these crime scenes. 
I, but I can't bring it in, buddy. Yeah, graphics You're, computers yeah. can be a little yeah. uh, wishy-washy. Yeah. They're uh, they're glitchy. Right. Yeah. Do we also? Do you guys notice uh, the the window washer that came down? Oh, with oh, sign. So he's got a sign that says "Have a nice day." Also, is wearing three different colored belts. Uh, I missed that. Yeah, and like straight from the "Have a nice day" to the "fuck you," which yes. is like, yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> <laughs> that was glorious. Yeah, that that is the most Stephen Kingish comedic beat. Right. Yeah. Well, for and then when George Stark escapes on that very same uh, window washer platform mm. after he kills the agent, the male agent, mm-hmm. uh, the cops are like right outside the door, and he's like, do do do, out the window, onto this. Uh, Did it would have been cool if like blood trickled down the big uh, exterior window. A lot of things would have been cool. <laughs> yeah. Would have, could have. A starling, a burby I've seen before. <laughs> <laughs> you get a fucking starling. <laughs> yeah, sparrows are like the least interesting <laughs> right. bird. Yeah. It's just a yeah. sparrow. Uh, real quick, just going back to that, uh, when Mike gets killed, they, they're supposed to send cops to protect him, and they come out of, like, the elevator, and, like, George sneaks by him and gets in the elevator, and they see him. Mm-hmm. And they're like, hey, wait, ah, fine. you're probably fine. Yeah. Uh, is this the guy we were yeah. supposed to protect? Like, we're two floors up. I yeah. mean, what, what can we do oh, here? There's a real no. issue in Stephen King movies with people being nonchalant about uh, greasers in the 90s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People keep seeing mean-looking greasers. Hey, Do you see that greaser right there? Hmm. He's Maybe. not on his way to work at a nostalgia diner. <laughs> we're going to figure it out by Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> so, yeah, one by one, people are dying until eventually George kidnaps uh, Thad's wife and twin children for disturbing his peaceful frame of mind that's right yes. I like that yeah. I like that part that was good good yeah. read on that, yeah. that weird bit but of that, he was never like when was he chilling like I, I know yeah right and there, there was no like any more of an interesting movie would have been like oh is he better when he has his dark side and there's the balance or something right like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no but no yeah. no um, so yeah he takes them they're in the house uh, wife's tied up he's just like playing, playing with the baby yeah, he's playing with babies. Yeah, he's and, playing with the babies, and he's sort of like, at this point, it's very unclear what any anything means as far as uh, like their relationship. Yeah, uh, well, it gets like very Stark. very misery-ish here because he demands that uh, Thad write another George. Stark. Right, the, George right. Stark is like he's falling apart. Yeah. literally, like he's just like open sore. Oh yeah, when he like, opens that wound on his face and like. Black, black yeah. pencil water yeah. starts pouring out of it. Yeah, that's pretty. pretty um, then we get uh, this little uh, little bit from George Stark where he explains kind of what's going on. This writing we got to do, I tried to do it by myself. It was coming along good too. Well, then I developed this uh, physical problem. <laughs> I guess you noticed. Well, don't worry, I'll be better soon. That's gonna make me well. All he's got to do is write this one last story and I'll be rocking and rolling again. <laughs> yeah, of course. He doesn't know that. much about PR either. Yeah. yeah. Working so close together and all, he might just go and, and catch whatever this is that I got. That'd be a shame. I don't wish the boy any harm. Surely I don't. I hope it turns out different. But I got the feeling that one or the other of us is gonna have to fold his hand. Comes down to that, it's better him than me. So that he lays out the whole third act, what the stakes are. Right, right. And now it's Potter Voldemort. 
Neither can live while the other survives. I'm sorry, I don't understand the reference. Uh, neither can live while the other survives. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was a pretty clear explanation. All right, fair enough. As well, fair enough in the book. Yeah, uh, there. Yeah, you and me are barreling towards a climax. <laughs> yeah, climax that's maybe what, in this house. Uh, yeah, kids involved. That's Voldemort. That's yeah. a line from Voldemort. <laughs> He's a southern yeah. greaser. Yeah. yeah. All right. Wait, wait. Was is is the bad guy southern because of the Elvis song? I don't know if it's because of that or it's hard to say. Uh, what it yeah what's because of what i right. don't know if anything motivates anything in this movie yeah but there it is worth mentioning that there is a there is a spooky music cue that plays uh right a lot it's it, that elvis song uh, which are you lonesome tonight are you lonesome? Yeah. right hey that was a good elvis oh yeah i really didn't mean to <laughs> wow i think it was because i had my hips at the right angle against the wall <laughs> right. and i think oh uh, yeah the mic didn't Pick up your pitch pipe before you did that. So, um, yeah, our final climactic scene starts with them on opposite sides of the writing desk. Yeah. Um, Whoa. Both wearing sunglasses. Wait, and Stephen King's caps. a writer. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> who uses pencils maybe sometimes yeah but also naughty. maybe other times what's the yeah. fuck no. <laughs> uh, there, there's a weird like I don't know Timothy Hutton is he's going he's writing and George Stark has not written anything and his boils are festering yeah. he's getting worse right. yeah and Timothy Hutton feels like he's got the upper hand here yeah so, because um, and that's also like there was two more Stephen King things that jumped in here for me. One which I was like actually nervous about is babies are not safe in Stephen <laughs> King universes. It's uh, true, but also like the idea where it's like, yeah, you can face ultimate evil and like kind of outsmart it, right? Like, like that's yeah. that's very much a thing. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. In, a, in a big big way. Mm-hmm. Um, we you know we did break our rule once to talk about in the Dark Tower series there mm-hmm. is an evil train. That gets outsmarted. Wow! By, How? Uh, so the train tells riddles, mm-hmm. uh, or the train likes riddles. It's like a supercomputer. Yeah. Like, how stupid is this? No, I'm. What? 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 I, what even is stupid? Okay. All right. <laughs> if crows aren't bursting through the wall, it's not stupid yet. So yeah. Was this the episode with Amanda and Jeffrey that we talked about? <laughs> Sparrows. She's great. Uh, yeah. I, no, this I, is like I, a, I think it was. This is a devastating thing. This keeps coming up. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the train uh, is a supercomputer and it likes riddles and if you can stump it it lets you live mm. um, so the funny character instead of telling riddles tells jokes and Ooh. since jokes are illogical wow. it does not compute that's amazing isn't that the, the worst <laughs> yeah yeah the train that always tells the truth and the caboose that always lies <laughs> where do you get on <laughs> Dessert, don't stop it. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, we get this bit of uh, writing advice too from Timothy Hutton. Please. All right. I'm scared, Oz. Well, you know, the only way to do it is to do it. That's it. If he could, he could have finished just said, writing this book, me, Stephen King. Okay, <laughs> this is the last scene. All right. <laughs> also, doubles as good addiction recovery advice. Yeah. So yeah, because then then the metaphor really works where the bad guy's writing like scribbles and like he's not capable, like drunk Stephen King is not right. capable of well, yeah, this thing, you know, output. George Stark does drink straight from the bottle before he starts writing. 
Yeah, right? and Timothy Hutton smokes. Yeah, but he which like she quit. Right. To me, it's like he just has the vague sense that he's about to have outsmarted him, and I don't understand. Yeah, like, I don't right. either. I, is it just like an arrogance thing? He's like, I got this in the bag. He's it's like, like let I, me drink and smoke. Yeah, yeah, and which the, I guess and I command know. nature. What I don't know. Okay, I have no idea. I, I don't know why I'm looking. Maybe, if, well, either one of you for the yeah, answers. May, I don't know. Maybe because he he does seem like he's in control while he's writing. Right? Yeah, and then he starts smoking, and then George is drinking. And that's where he starts losing control over the situation. Yeah. And then he starts getting, like, open sores on his face. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. This is, like, I guess after, like, the height of, like, the AIDS epidemic. But it's, I feel but like this, also, would rubbed, this would have rubbed people the wrong way. I'm, I'm yeah. like, it, does DTs have boils? It has, like, swelling and stuff like that, right? What like, is that? DTs, like, um, the delirium tremens, your um, barrel fever, the shakes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> When you're recovering from alcoholism, you get these weird oh. like, tremors. But I don't know if it was a side effect. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. That's a. Uh... He had cauliflower eel all over his face. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Looking um, for some interesting extra layer. We'll, we'll yeah. Just tack it on. <laughs> um, and we'll we'll post a link to the Wikipedia article for that illness. Yes. Um, <laughs> also, the movie Philadelphia. Oh my God! That was just on. Yeah, like before we I left the house to come here. No kidding. I was I, watching Philadelphia. Wow, that's weird. So uh, it's too bad that uh, this is coming out like five weeks after. <laughs> um, oh, it's hard to talk about this climax in a way that's like interesting because it's not very. It's it's not, not, there's right no metaphor to like the books falling off the walls, like just like yeah. hungry ass sparrows yeah. who have been like inhabiting evil and like once. Just they just want one night. It's their Shabbos. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> they could just feast on like one guy and then leave everyone else right. alone. Yeah. So yeah. like the the thing with the sparrows is basically that they exist to shepherd people from the realm of the living to the realm of the dead. Yeah. Uh, and they've flocked because they're supposed to take one of them over, and they end up taking George and they pick him apart piece by piece. Yeah. But not before. It was really... It was, yeah, it was amazing. It was yeah. pretty great. Yeah. Uh, we gotta get the ribcage out of here! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, don't... T- yeah, don't break it all down. Don't break it all down. We gotta take some back. Yeah. We gotta make, uh, yeah. like, ten wishes. Yeah. <laughs> we can redeem this for ten cents because we're in Maine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trash. <laughs> um... They yeah, but not before he goes to shoe one of the babies and he takes the typewriter and smashes him in the hand with it. Yeah, and again yeah. I was like misery. misery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was yeah, like definitely. in every way this is just a worse misery. Yeah. Uh, so is that and, just? That, I mean that's uh, that's kind of it, right? Yeah. Like just Michael Rooker sees the birds pick George apart though. Yeah. So he's like. So now two people seem crazy. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then the like the birds. Oh, the wife too. Also, the twins are staring at this. He yeah, doesn't cover yeah. their eyes or well, anything. No, but also like to me, we like just like so many wonderful like missed opportunities. But like the baby crawling towards the razor, I was like, oh, he's in the baby. Like, yeah. No, it's move the baby away from the the razor, and right. this is the first sensible parenting decision. And this is a man who, in the beginning of the movie, focus grouped a murder with his own children. Yeah. Yeah. Should I kill that guy? Yeah. What do you think, baby? <laughs> oh, man. That moment with... That moment, actually, like, his wife just stared at him. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, am I watching a marriage fall apart? <laughs> like, she's also, like, familiar and completely unfamiliar with his moods. It's yeah. like, you always say such mean things. 
he's saying mean things yeah. now. <laughs> it's like, yeah. It's, it, it was really weird. They also, like, the thing with the drinking and the smoking, they establish it pretty early on. Like, she's talking to him about it. She's right. like, um, she's like, Thad quit smoking three years ago, but George still smokes yeah. and <laughs> drinks a lot. It's like, what are you talking about? Like, that, I don't know, that whole... That's not me thing. I don't know. It's yeah. kind of weird. It's yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I agree with the message of this movie. Mm. Like, I don't know. Yeah, do be a better person. I, I agree with five of its eight half messages. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty on target. Yeah, three point. Yeah, two point five messages. Uh, it, this is another movie that just sort of ends too. Yeah. Well, how does vortex? it end? At least you yeah. get a vortex. There is a vortex. There, the sparrows yeah. do fly that rib cage off into a vortex. Like Michael Rooker sees that happen. And then it's just credits. Right. Well, how can you reasonably... What's the conversation after that? Just, I huh, guess that's it then. There, well, you could, there's like 15 dead people. Yeah. That are right. never... No, that but, case but is also, never going to be solved. Yeah. Two, two seconds of... The only of, evidence flew into a vortex. Right. On the wings Tim, of spectrum. There's no paperwork for that. <laughs> Timothy Hutton's fingerprints are still all over all of those crimes. Oh, he's scenes. going to jail for a long time. Yeah. Yeah, no. He's done. <laughs> but there's like, I mean, how, how hard would it be to just cut to a baby with yellow eyes or something like yeah, that? Like, just come some, on. Yeah. Because then you keep your duality theme that you like dropped off a while ago when you were like, well, typewriter versus pencils is the real one. <laughs> Good versus evil. There are two kinds of people. Right. Yeah. 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 Even your uh, hands on top of a typewriter are under one. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I, I was trying to remember, like, what are the final frames of this movie like? And it's I, the birds in the vortex. That's it? Yeah. yeah. That's seriously it? Right? Right. Jesus Christ. The, they fly off. That's and very then it, It's just, like, the sky and credits. That's it. Oh, my God. Yeah, because I was looking on IMDb, and the final lines of the movie are whatever Michael Rooker says to the wife. Uh, yeah, like, when he's like, ah, get back or get down or right. whatever. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. I, I just like, can we just have also another zero minute? out of one people found that helpful? Right. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we're not any of, them, yeah. of those no people. Yeah. Um, yeah, and like, what, how hard it would it be to have the wife just sit around, like, you know, it's it's been years, honey, since you like told someone that you were going to cut a part off of them and stuff it in another part of them. Like, <laughs> I just want to say I appreciate it. Yeah. That. Like, yeah. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> thanks for not trying to cut any dicks off and stuff. <laughs> and then, like, Dad, I want to be a writer like you. Done. Right? Yeah. Right? yeah. Okay, yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just anything. Uh, yeah. Oh, and then he looks to the camera and tugs <laughs> on his collar. <laughs> no. That's my number one favorite trope. I love it so much. Uh, all right, so I guess that's the dark half. Yeah, right? it's the dark half. All right. Segments? Se- let's do some segments, Ooh. baby. Oh, that hurts my parts! This is Oh, That Hurts My Parts, where we talk <laughs> about is. our least favorite part of the movie. Yes. Ooh. Mike, what hurt your parts? Um. Oh... I think I think that we didn't spend more time with the window washer guy. Like he had he had a huge emotional arc from have a nice day to like go shove it up a like random arm motion that means shove something. Like and that's that that must have been shattering for him. Yeah, the rest of his day like. Also, he ran into George. So what was that like? He, it was yeah. a, he must have right. He was on that thing. Yeah. Well, that that's that was another unclear thing because. Probably just pushed them off. Yeah, the window washer comes down to that guy's office. Right. Right. Which I think is just to establish that that guy, that the, that platform that he's standing on Mm -hmm. is there. 
so George can escape it. But it wasn't where did even that as fun as go? I thought it was. Yeah, yeah. I was like, "Where's the physical comedy?" Uh, yeah, the window washer always funny. Oh, yeah. he yeah, so, some like silent era. Yeah, yeah. Physical I was just busting yeah. Keaton shit. Right. <laughs> and what's the thing where he shines the window, but there's no glass. Yeah. <laughs> just wants to look busy because the boss is looking. Come on, he was looking at the woman in her gazongas. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Yeah. Good use of the G word. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're at Sarah Lawrence, right? You could say this on this year. Yeah, that's the only one. Uh, right. <laughs> so weird, but you know, yeah. I had to have one. Yeah, we've been here for like a, a good hour and a half now, and I haven't seen a single Lusty Busty co <laughs> No, this is like an entirely empty, haunted liberal arts campus. Oh. It is so terrifying. Thank you guys for joining me. Yeah. <laughs> I really appreciate it. <laughs> You seem a little stir crazy. All your yeah. yeah, all your belongings were piled up into a corner in the yeah, room. Yeah, absolutely, weird. they are. Uh, I, I bought new luggage while I was here. It's been a, a, a series of disasters. <laughs> so, Rob, what hurt your parts? Uh, there was a lot of bad uh, ADR in this mm, movie. Yeah, a lot of bad mm-hmm. uh, overdubbing. Like Arrested Development Netflix season bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was like it, it like it, every time it happened, it like pulled me out of the. The, whatever the scene was, which probably wasn't that interesting to begin with, but I didn't like that very much. And I had sort of a, I don't know, George Stark in general. Like, for, I started out being yeah. like, this is too over the top, but I don't mm-hmm. like it. And by the end of it, I was kind of like, I like him better than Timothy Hutton. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, yeah. the real Hutton. I liked, yeah, at the beginning when they, when it was like Family Man Hutton, when they were laughing at a turkey falling apart, I was like, right. I like this guy. Yeah. They did a good job of making him and his wife likable in the beginning, and by the end of it, she was like a dummy. Because, no, because yeah. he's such a good husband, he forgives her for cooking something slightly wrong. Like, yeah. what a mensch. Like, oh, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Real, yeah, real class act. Jesus. Also, like, if a bird falls apart like that, it is tender and juicy. Yeah, it's oh. great. Yeah, oh. was, yeah it was very It's falling off the bone, oh, bro. baby. The bones are melt. You can eat the bones. <laughs> I did have one other thing that hurt me, which is because I was paying so close attention to like when they show what the actual writing is. Yeah. I love when you, like, you oh, see it oh did you yeah. pause on that? Well, and there was there was one point uh, I didn't like freeze frame any, but there was one point where it's like there was a joke where it's like at uh, nine o'clock she came at like oh. ten thirty she came across and what. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, that's, what? Yeah, that's yeah. nothing. So and it got a big laugh from the guy who said it. Came always means orgasm. Yeah. Right. Came across as like you suddenly realized she was there. <laughs> like uh, I don't know. I I could not parse that. I watched this. I ended up watching that part of the movie like two or three times because I kept falling asleep. Right. Uh, <laughs> it, it happened. Scandal. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, I don't like most of these movies. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. I don't know why we're doing this show anymore. It eludes me. It's, People like it. Yeah. Yeah, good for us. Yeah, yeah. If we say that enough, maybe it's... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I think um, for me, I, what hurt my parts, kid actors always get me. And when that kid... Those babies? Mm. <laughs> no, they were you fine. You didn't like those babies? No, they were natural. They were, they were yeah. decent babies. They were, yeah. they were actually... Um, they were old, like, character actors. They were just method. Yeah. yeah. And there's some fun. emphatic, like, cooing ADR where yeah. he's, like, yes. hugging them at the end. And it's like, the babies made more sounds than most babies You just want, like, one chihuahua yipe thrown in. <laughs> yeah. Or just a Wilhelm scream. No, just that kid in the doctor's office. So yeah. you want to be a writer, do you? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So bad for a kid who does a pretty good fake headache. Yeah, 
really can't deliver one line. Mm-mm. Terrible, terrible, mm-hmm. terrible, terrible stuff. But that, yeah, that joke is perplexing. To jump mm-hmm. back to that real quick, that came across business. That, right. That's nonsense. Yeah. I, I don't know. Nah, nothing. I, yeah, I got nothing. Okay. You think that'd be the first thing the reporter would ask? It's like not like the whole. It's like. Right. It's like yeah. Seinfeld episode yeah. with a New Yorker cartoon. It's like, hold up, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. Came across means gave an impression. <laughs> like, I'll be up late tonight. Uh, what about your shining moments? Yes. What uh, What did you particularly enjoy about this film, if anything? Um, I, I enjoyed a lot of it. I, I enjoyed the big salad. I, I like sort yeah. of scarfed down on it because it's like so many other Stephen King works. You know it from the Treehouse of Horror episode. Right. Yeah. So like. By the time I saw Shining, like it took me a while to understand how actually like deeply yeah, spooky it yeah. was. Uh, so I, I, I was just very happy anytime sort of a new thing popped up, and angry every time a new thing <laughs> wasn't actually addressed or dealt with whatsoever. Sure. Yeah, yeah, uh, a lot of loose ends in this. You one. know, sparrows, the spirit carriers of the uh, bird world. It is uh, well established by that one thing that one lady said. Yeah. Storks, babies, sparrows, souls. <laughs> Storks are just End of diagram. <laughs> sparrows are just old storks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Dan, what was your shining moment? Oh man, probably the porcelain thing. Yeah, that was that was real good. That oh, was super creepy. Also, speaking of like no reason, like hitting one trope again and again, where he's like walking through the house and everything just starts breaking. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. So, like, yeah, because like I guess that was like uncontrollable temper and like yeah, gets that's out of, like yeah. Uh, that, that's a thing in. Uh, was it Firestarter? Am I thinking or Dead Zone? Dead Zone. Dead Zone. Yeah, the, that's uh, the house catches fire and like the fish tank bursts. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Cool. that's a cool thing. The water starts boiling in the fish tank. It's a great little image. Amazing. So, yeah. Um, are we? Does that bring us to our king tropes? Actually, um, is a good segue. Yeah, segue. Yeah. In so. the book I'm working on now, there's a spooky monster. <laughs> <laughs> I love being um, able to surprise people with these yeah. these little audio drops. Because <laughs> like, honestly, like after all this time, the one person I really want to hear from is Stephen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Aren't you glad to know? No, like, but there's something to me that's like actually magical. Like, I I assume I like to assume the best of people and artists and stuff like that. I think he just legitimately worked so much that he accidentally wrote the same book like six times. Oh, yeah, yeah for like, sure. Which is like, which is kind and of like, cool. Yeah, and yeah. they're like different shades yeah. to be sure. Like, when I say this is the same thing as Misery, I don't mean it. Obviously, it's not the same. Right. No sparrows in Misery. Like, right. there's... Obviously... <laughs> like, worse actors. Like, right, yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's a lot going on in this that isn't in Misery and vice versa. This is very supernatural. But, like, yeah, he just... It, it, so much, so many books. So many so books. Many yeah. This was... It, I guess it's worth noting that this is the last book that he wrote before getting sober. Mm. Okay. So... Anything before this is sort of like a wash for him. Yeah. Where he could do it over. Where's that in the timeline with his car crash too? Like when did that? I the car crash was in '99. Okay, maybe I just weirdly connected that with his sobriety, but he got hit right. It he wasn't was like, yeah, yeah. He was like it was walking on the side him. of the road. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Didn't he like dismantle that thing too? Like he bought the car that hit him and dismantled it. Did he? I, I think I, I think you're right. Oh, yeah. Wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. That's, that's pretty cool. Right. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Um, yeah, Dean wow. Koontz was driving the car. <laughs> <laughs> Not an accident. Is Dean Koontz just his George Stark? Ah, oh, that would be perfect. Yeah, that's like, he's like, ugh, like, what if I wrote so little that I could pretend <laughs> to be two people? Like, oh, what a, what a snooze fest vacation. <laughs> 
Oh man! Yeah. All right, so king tropes. Let's just uh, let's riff off what I've yeah. cataloged so many. Before. Yeah, uh, main character is a writer. At sure. this point, they're main. all writers. Yeah, main, main. comma characters a writer. Well, main character is a writer. Uh, main character is a writer who quits smoking yep. uh, most of the time. Mm. Main character is a writer who is artistically dissatisfied but commercially successful. Yep. Mm. So uh, we got those three going for us. Evil greasers. Evil greasers. They keep coming up. We got our Kiefer Sutherlands. Yep. We got our Sometimes They Come Backs. It. It. Um, was there another one? Yeah. Probably. Think of it. Probably yeah. in like one of the anthologies or something. Yeah. But... Uh, we have a foreboding rock and roll classic. Yeah. That keeps coming up. Foreboding saxophone, too. A lot of, yeah. <laughs> mm. Love it. Mm. <laughs> in, uh, in Sometimes They Come Back, because we were recording out of order a little bit, but it was foreboding guitar licks. Ooh, like yeah. screaming Steve Vai guitar licks. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, uh, telepathy. Some telepathy. Yes. That's mm-hmm. a big king trope. Yeah. Over and over and over. Ca- Alcoholism. Uh, Castle Rock. Castle Maine. Rock. Yeah. All parts of Maine. Babies in Peril, mm. uh, the idea that you can just outsmart ultimate evil. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and then a cryptic phrase that gets repeated over and over and over again. Right. The sparrows are flying again. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think that's all of them. And then that loud background noise just died out. <laughs> <laughs> Almost as soon as the show is over. Yeah. yeah. Great. Yeah. Great. Well, our last segment, do you, uh, do you have the IMDb? Yeah, I have it on my Wi-Fi. Nope, I got it on my phone here. Brings us to our last segment, IMDb, where we compare our opinion of the movie against the average user score on IMDb.com. Fun. 11,000 people, 774... I mean, 11,774 people uh, voted on this movie. The average score is 5.9 out of 10 stars. How do we feel about this? Mike, what do you think? Yeah, it's like, like it didn't because to me the worst thing that a movie like this could do is like actively bore me, right. and like it, it really didn't like it didn't deliver anything that like we'll ever think about in our lives again. Right, <laughs> it's <Yeah>. true. <laughs> that's a good but way of putting it. That's too much to ask. Maybe it's on us. <laughs> well, yeah, I think like I think that's probably a fair score. I might even skew a little I don't know no I think that's a fair score like it had like one or two visual things that were pretty like the you know the thing in his head and the dream sequence I felt were like pretty grabbing uh we always say that like if a movie's not that good as long as one person is swinging for the fences we actually got two I feel like Timothy Hutton as George really went for it and fucking Homer Homer Gamash Homer Gamash was he, yeah. he walked in straight out of another movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he had no I idea. Like, I, I just wanted like a little movie. mischief music and like have him sneak around the back of a car for some reason. Yeah. Like, I just don't know. What a preposterous yeah. imp of a man. Yeah. Oh, he was so yeah. So I don't know. I actually, uh, for once in my life, I agree with the masses. I yeah, think. I think it's like a six. Yeah. I, I think that's right. I think. Like you said, Timothy Hutton as George Stark is—he's swinging for the fences. He's—he's he's got the accent going. He's like—he's doing the work. He, yeah. Like the leather jacket and the cowboy oh, boots. That awful that. necklace. Yeah, yeah. he's like—he's that hurt he's living in that, yeah. that mm. outfit. He's yeah. really—you know—you get the sense up. he smells bad. Yeah. There's a one scene where he's sitting at the table and he's got his leg up on it. And he like <laughs> kicks the bottle of booze yep. into it, his that hand. That was really good. I forgot about that. That was sort of my favorite part. That of the was movie. pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh. 
Good uh, stuff. Yeah. I, I have minor bombshell here in the IMDb trivia, Ooh. which says, George Stark is named for Richard Stark, the pseudonym of Donald E. Westlake. He was also the source of the first name Richard in Stephen King's pseudonym, Richard Bachman. No kidding. Bachman. Bachman. So he is Bach- enough of a fucking writer. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird that we got through this whole episode without mentioning Richard Bachman. Bachman. Okay, I, I did not know about that, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah he re- that's then, the pseudonym he, he wrote uh, Running Man under. And had that uh, Turner Overdrive band? Yeah, that's right. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Wow. Ri- yeah, Richard Bachman, Turner Overdrive. But why did he... Yeah. Well, at least we have an episode title now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but why did he write something under a pseudonym? Because uh, he wanted to do non-horror stuff. So, like, all his uh, sci-fi and, like, yeah. other genre kind of stuff. I have right. a you-know-what-to-read if there's sci-fi <laughs> out there. I'd love to, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That's um and then you can also go back and listen to our running man episode. Uh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. It's not even behind a paywall or anything. <laughs> nice. My it'd be my favorite dance and maybe my favorite TV game. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the book's about. Yeah. Yeah. I hope so. Uh, uh, it's just yeah. a, it's more of an instructional pamphlet than right. a book. It's, yeah, yeah, it's like no narrative. Act, it just says act next page like <laughs> your <laughs> running comma <laughs> man. <laughs> The epilogue. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the epilogue. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, so I guess that just about does it. For yeah, that's. Us. I think that's it. Well, Mike Levine. Yeah. Thank you so oh, much. For, now I feel like a full yeah, person. That's yeah, my great. that's my character arc. Oh, yeah, yeah. We've, we've purged I'm, the movie. Yeah. We've gone through the Levine vortex, <laughs> and now, now we're at fully in reality, which is strange. Uh, so yeah. So once again, mm-hmm. uh, the new book is all the feelings, hella dramatic monologues for thespians of a teenage from Devastator Press. Mm-hmm. Uh, That'll be out by the, yeah. That's out now as of the release. It's, it's of this available episode. for yeah. It's yeah. out now. Yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah. Um, anything? Where can we find you online? Uh, you can find me on most things as uh, at bizmichael. Yes. Uh, yes. And if this comes out uh, before the end of the month, I'm running an international monologue contest Ooh. where you can read the monologues uh, into webcam and win prizes. Awesome. Uh, you win a bucket of feelings. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I am very curious to see what that means. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, there's, there'll be a video you can post with it too. Yeah. It's gonna be yeah. fun. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I, I could use a bucket of feelings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, have, I am. My lacking. cup runneth over. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> um, as for us, uh, you know, as always, we encourage you to rate and review us on iTunes. If you re, if you leave a review as Stephen King, we will read on the show. We actually. Oh yeah. wait, no. We have to. No, we're recording out of order. We'll do that for. Yeah, we'll do it next. Yeah, 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 yeah that's fuck fine. it. Mm. Fuck you guys. But maybe, maybe by the time this comes out, somebody else will. So make something up, right? Yeah, yeah you know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, so so rate, review us, and in it, character as Stephen King, yes, horror, master of horror Stephen King, and we'll read it on the show. Yep, uh, helps other people find the show, so that's actually a very helpful thing to do, and it makes us feel like big, strong men. <laughs> um, you can reach out to us on Twitter at KingMePod. You can email us at KingMePod at gmail.com. Yep. We're also on Facebook, so you can look us up there. Yeah. And I think that's that's it. That's it. Next week we will be back with the Tommy Knockers. Oh boy! Yeah, that's a that's a real doozy, right? I, I it's, a, it's a mini series, so right. it's it's about three three to four hours. Yeah. I'm guessing vampires, aliens. Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah. <sighs> I've given up too much of my life for this show. <laughs> well, just, just one more, man. Just yeah, one yeah. more. No, like seventy more. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. You saw we, that spreadsheet. Yeah, it's yeah, long. That's epic. Yeah. And we when we started there, like since we started this, we've had to add like six more. They keep and you, coming yeah. out. And you found one in, at Walmart. I, I found one last night. 
Wow. <laughs> it, like, from two, or, or it found me, really. Yeah. <laughs> it seems beyond coincidence, yeah. doesn't it? All right. Well, that'll do it for this week. I'm Dan Gagliardi. I'm Rob Avon. And uh, we uh, sign off, Mike, by saying Stephen King's name in a long, drawn-out voice if you join us in doing that. Mm-hmm. Well, Stephen King. King. Out the